Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready, a place where average veterans come to share their opinions on the world we live in. We can't guarantee you're going to like our opinions. But we promise we're going to enjoy giving them to you. I'm Jim. And I'm Mike. Let's pull the pin. All right, Mike. Good to see you back again. Yeah. Your, your Halloween wear on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Got it. So what, what are we going to talk about today? Something that we both know a lot about. Hmm. Yeah, military combat awards, Jim. Oh, that's totally not where I thought you were going. Oh, but yeah, no, yeah, we know that no. too. No, we did the the pulling down, loading. No. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. <laughs> we'll go with awards. We will go yeah, with awards, awards for this one. Military combat awards. So, how do you, you feel about them? Well, do, do you want to broaden that even further? Because I just know right off the bat, you remember the first reward award you got? Wasn't it the service? Was it the service ribbon? Yeah, but what was it called? It was called the fire guard ribbon, right? <laughs> as soon as you got yeah. in the military, yeah. the fire guard ribbon, because you know, obviously yeah. the fire guard once one right. at least. Yep, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that one, but that one everyone deserves, obviously. They want to yeah. do something for serving. So mm-hmm. I get that. So all right, well what what do you want to talk about the the awards? Cause uh I'm sure you've got plenty, right? I can't remember how many I have. I don't be either. honest with you. And in fact, I, I, I couldn't even put together my <sighs> My board, whatever they call it, I, I just yeah. couldn't. Yeah, after yeah. a certain point, it was just like I'm not researching this stuff. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I don't care. I don't live by that stuff anyway. I think the only right. the only worthy awards are people who actually put, you know, the ultimate sacrifice in you know, in in in, in military that you can make and yeah. live to tell about it. Yeah, I think my whole opinion about, and we're talking about military combat awards, but um, you have the combat awards, you have deployment awards, you know, um, what's the other one? No, it's the same thing if you deploy. So it's like deployment awards, combat awards, and just, you know, awards. Like, like operation awards. awards, you know, like yeah. when you go on a certain operation, they you know, yeah. you showed up, so they give you an yeah. award. I think those are neat and functional because yeah. it shows where people have been and, and everything tells a story. Like I yeah. get that. But I don't yeah, know. I, yeah, I had a guy who said, uh, you know, people only worry about that stuff when they had to get in the dress uniform. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, and then they always ask, "Hey, what did you get that one for? What did you get that one for?" Right. Oh, I never been there. I never been there. He said, "Yeah, when you guys are fighting to get out of a deployment, yeah, when you right. get to class A's, don't try to, you know, get these awards." Exactly. You know? Yeah, just people who deploy, they get them, you know? Right. But, and like, go ahead. I know. I respect that. You know, I respect that, you know, you go someplace, you get an award for it. You know, I do respect that. I think, but what you're you're, you're kind of hinting at and what, one of the things that really drives me insane is it's it's been a while since I've been in, so I can't really vouch for what's happening today. Maybe we got some people out there who can share our opinion that's, that's closer to active duty or recently separated. But I see a trend in, in awards are, are almost becoming like candy now you know oh, and, yeah and to me that almost degrades the people who really legitimately earned them yeah yeah and I, I can I, I can speak on that because um I've seen it firsthand with people soldiers who I talked to here on base you know and they're like man these people they're getting uh, uh what is this the MSM mm-hmm. and you know people who have been to Desert Shield Desert Storm who didn't do any just just their wording didn't do anything right and they come out of there with a purple heart you, you know what i mean and then you have people like uh, i know some uh navy seals 
former Navy SEALs, excuse me, and they have a Purple Heart. Man, they were shot. You know, so it's right. like you said, it kind of diminish, diminishes the value of such an award when you see both stories or you hear about both stories. And they are indeed fact, you know, because if a guy stands in the office, yeah, he's in the war zone. I got it. Yeah. He's in. The, he's uh, just standing in the office handling admin. You know, I got it. He's over there more than most people. Sure. Right. But if you didn't pull the trigger or, you know, you didn't have to duck or anything like that, it makes me wonder when you, you have a purple heart, like, whoa, what what you get that for? You, you know what I mean? Right. So, and I, I feel like, I'm, you know, I can do that as a vet or at that time I was in. So it just, you know, I don't know. And then I meet a guy who was shot while on a rescue mission and, you know, I should have brought this up when uh, our buddy Ryan was on the uh, show because he's very good friends with him. And he had a purple heart. And I was like, OK, all right. Right, right. They both, you know, purple heart recipients. But eh, I, but I look at it differently. I also I also, you know, maybe this is um, I don't know, maybe this will be some sort of a. Um, I don't know. I, I, I almost regret saying this, but I also believe that just because you're shot doesn't mean you deserve an award. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if I'm saying that right, because I, I don't want to be, you know, if I'm in a convoy and the convoy gets hit by a, a, you know, if my driver drives over a landmine and I get, you know, blown out of the truck, I mean, sure, I, I get some consolation. I knew, you know there's, you know, compensation for that. There's all kinds of things for that. But I mean, did, did I go above and beyond because my driver ran over a landmine? Like, yeah, I, I don't you know. Were in a certain situation that others weren't. Yeah, is, yeah. Is it by choice? Who knows? You know, but uh, as, to me, that's the slippery slope to go down. You're right. Be, and, and maybe yeah, I'm be, asking for a yeah. distinction between the awards. Yeah. You know, yeah, like so. instead of like a purple heart, maybe there is there should be a combat injured award. Just boom, like that. Right. Just you're injured. You're in a combat zone. You're injured. You get this award. Boom. But it's got to be clearly during something, you know, not injured, like you twisted your ankle trying to go to the latrine. Right, right. But then somebody could say, uh, you know, they were injured injured while in the war zone. You know, and you saw a lot of that. And I was going to bring that up because uh, when you talked about the MSN, uh, you know, the MSM, ARs, you know, this, this Army yeah. stuff for anybody's not, you know, those awards became... PCS awards or ETS awards. They became like, you know, like the, I always refer to the NCOER bullets. You know what I mean? Yeah, if yeah. anybody out there in the army, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Those fillers. It's, it's almost like Joe Biden's uh, history of successes. Oh, Sorry, uh, but I just read them today and, and they're like NCOER bullets, like, you know, participated in this. Uh, yeah. Back to this or second this or suggested. Mm -hmm. Like they're all NCOER bullets. And that's when they try to fill that to get you the MSM or, you know, and they're degrading the award, you know, they're yeah. degrading it. And then the politics in it, obviously, some people got it, some people didn't. And then you're like, wait a minute, this guy didn't do anything more. You know, he stabbed himself with a stapler. Like, how's he getting an award? And I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that old movie? Uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, yeah, I got this one because I was injured. And he said, yeah, I got a. What happened to your eye. He said, I got hit with a paperclip, you know. <laughs> You know, and I think that was like a, a they were they were making you know talking about the military. This was back then, right? You know, they were making fun of that stuff. You know, so but I, I liked it. I liked it, and I don't want to once again just make fun of people with all the combat sure ribbons and um, deployment ribbons. But 
for the people that I know who were highly stacked, let's say, hey, kudos to you. Kudos to you. Well, and but some of the other people that I know personally, and they have some questionable uh, awards, I'm like, mm, okay, but Number one thing, somebody wrote a justification and somebody signed it. Right. You know, and speaking, so that's, that's what matters. Speaking of somebody signing it, let's talk about those guys. Um, I, I did have the privilege to do some escorts and things like that when I was in the service, you know, dignitaries. You know, and I know guys are flown into airports with security out the butt all around them, no threat. Get on a helicopter with security all around it, no threat. Fly into a combat zone, security all around them, no threat. And walk out of there with an award. Um, obviously, you have to be privileged and, you know, have the ability to do that. But that kind of, too, to me is like, well, you know, I guess I understand the political side of it, but mm-hmm. it just kind of diminishes a lot of the stuff. You know, what I mean, it makes the awards almost look silly sometimes. Yeah, because it was at, at one point some people would go to the combat zone like the last couple of days out the month and stay over to the next month. So on paper, it looks like they were there for at least 60 days. Hmm. You you get what I'm saying? They were deployed from January 28th to February 3rd. Yeah. Right. But on, on, other paper would say they would deploy January and February of right. whatever year. Yeah, and I'm not going to say on a certain deployment we didn't all jump in a plane and fly into a combat zone just so we can get hostile fire pay. I'm not going to say we did that. Right. That is a very practical <laughs> thing that could happen. Yeah, you know, just for the benefit of hey, you're serving your country. But I think most people can agree that veterans or military people are underpaid anyway. Oh. So, <laughs> Even if, about it. Yeah, even if somebody were to do that, I think they'd probably find some, you know, some forgiveness. Yeah. But yeah. in all fairness, there was still risk because, you know, when I was on said deployment or I was potentially on this deployment, mm-hmm. I've seen C-130s come in with bullet holes. I've seen yeah. them come in with one engine. I mean, yeah. if, if for you guys who, who have never seen a C-130 uh, make a, uh, what do they call that, emergency landing? where they just cut the engine and drop. Oh, yeah. That is quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so you still Try being on it. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I've been to amusement parks, and even yeah. now the teacup ride makes me sick, so I'm done with all that. But, I mean, if you want to talk planes, you've been on a C5 before? Yep. Have you seen one take off? You mean, like, from the outside? Yes. Yeah. I was at... Uh, Dude, I was at Kandahar. Okay. Well, yeah. yes. For those who have never seen a C5 take off, it uses the old entire runway. Yeah. And even in the last second, you're like, it's not going to make it. It's not going to make it. It's not going to make it. And there it goes. Yes. Yes. That is quite impressive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen it take off in uh, Kandahar. I think it was uh, Senator McCain was there. Right. So I've actually seen at one time, I think it was three of them. Was it three of them? Yeah, three of them took off. Right. Because they didn't want the enemy to know which one he was on or something like that. They were of course, saying. right. Good tactic. Yeah. So yeah. in all fairness, then, I, I would even give a, a, a pilots, you know, I'd give them a pass. You know, I think anybody who is a pilot, you know, I already commend them right off the bat. Um, I think they deserve award just for being a pilot. 
obviously, you know, they yep. probably do get something. But, yeah, even if a pilot was just going into a combat zone, dropping people off, I have no problem because I understand the risk of their job and, you know, they're floating targets. Oh, you talking about those uh, those type of aircraft guys? I, I, and I, I agree, but you know, I work with uh, former Apache guys, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> yeah. I, and they always laugh when I'm around them. So I'd be like, they're, yeah, probably, they're probably more at risk, obviously, because yeah, they get yeah. closer and slower. And yeah, yeah, those but guys, I mean, man. If, if you're in a jet, you're, if you're in a jet, you're passing through. You, you know, nobody's catching you. Nobody's. That's kind of not really risky unless you're up against high tech defense systems. But in like a fighter jet? Yeah. Man, just to fly one of them things, man. It's, it, it means a lot to me. You mm-hmm. know, when I see them up there, I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. You just shoot. You know? We had that experience, dude. Let me, let me. I don't want to get into it to a long story, but when I first deployed to Africa, mm-hmm. um, we just got there, literally, and I obviously had to drop a deuce. So I'm like, "Where's the bathroom?" You know. So I'm running the bathroom, you know, and I'm sitting in these makeshift. It's like a warehouse thing. I'm in this bathroom, and I'm sitting there just doing my thing like I normally do. And this jet, uh, three of them actually, did a flyby, low flyby, dude. Good thing I was on the toilet because yeah. I would have lost it if I wasn't. <laughs> Scared the hell out of me. Uh, I think it's the most awesome sight. Here we go talking about jets now. Forget about the military it, combat. You know, wars, right? <laughs> but uh, at night when it's pitch black and the jets taking off, oh, my man, you know, that, that burning in the back. Oh, man. I love it. I yeah. love it, man. It's kind of like being out on the uh, range now with them tanks when it's pitch black. And mm-hmm. they, they fire, and it lights up, and then it goes away. So, awesome. so if, awesome. you back, it, what, just, if you want to bring it back, if you want to bring it back, let's just say you were standing behind said jet, and somebody's like, "Hey, get off the tarmac! Hey, get off the tarmac!" And the jet goes, and you get burned. <laughs> Do you get a medal for that? Oh yeah, yeah, idiot award. Right, right. <laughs> well, legitimately, I mean, yeah, you're injured in combat, right? Yep, that's true. That's so, true. But that I think they they were doing that, and here here goes the candy reference, right? Because you know you had so many injuries, you know, do you, and you're in a uh, war zone. Hey, hey, somebody's injured. If they they have the medical records, just give it to them. Give them right. the award. You, you know what I mean? And I kind of understand something. Yeah, I, I same here. It. You don't have time for all that admin and all that investigation. Now, if somebody had a paper cut, they wouldn't do that like the right. like the movie suggests. <laughs> but uh, nah, I say if they're over there, give them the award. But I get the candy reference because right. I've actually seen it. Right. I'd like to think even if you got the award, you'd be humbled, you know, not yeah. to be embellishing on your your stories. But you know, how would you be feel feel to be that guy you were talking about earlier who got the purple heart because he got shot, you know, running in to save his guys or, you know, trying to take that, that fighting position, whatever. And yeah. then you're walking, here's this dude that you know, got a paper cut because he stood behind the wrong aircraft. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. You, you and know, he has the same award, yeah. Right. You respect the service, you know, and, and I do that. Even like you said, you're talking about the pencil pushers in the office and all that. I still yeah. respect what they do because, you know, at the end of the day, without them, we couldn't do our mission. Hey, you know? support. Yeah, I do. Everyone needs that support, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you like to make fun of the cooks. Don't make fun of the cooks. Never make fun of the cooks. But, you know, when you're talking about being in war, you know, you always make fun of the cooks, the admin personnel, even uh, logistics, the supply. Uh, They're not really combat ready or whatever, but hey, they keep you combat ready, is what I used to say. So, you know, you got to take care of those support. 
those support elements. I do have I do have one story for you that um, we might be able to bend the rules on this one. Uh oh. The army band. You know they have a combat mission. When I was in Germany, <laughs> we were out on one of those thirty day field missions. You know, and uh, we were living out there, and they came out in a bus to do talk security, and the OC told them their bus had been blown up. <laughs> they couldn't even get to the site without getting killed by the enemy in their bus. But even the band had a mission. They were coming out to provide security for the camp, the perimeter. Yeah. So it was hilarious. But I remember hearing it. And obviously, we wouldn't let them live that down. But yeah. But we didn't appreciate funny. it because they took yeah. us off the perimeter. So that was great. Yeah. Yeah. So even support. That, yeah. You know, those support elements, man. They do their job. They do their job. You know? But yeah. So do you think that the combat awards are. Well, let me just tell you how I feel. I don't think, well, I think it's an individual thing. But for me, I think it's because uh, I'm still connected to the military somewhat. Mm -hmm. I think the value of some of these awards are not as they used to be. I agree. You know, and when I was going through, they don't have any more. Be knock. Um, we had a Marine guy in there and he said it. He said, no, nah, we don't get into that stuff. Right. Because he said everything I heard for all the ribbons that you guys have, you're just doing your job. Right. And I was like, wow. Right. And we do have combat stripes. So yeah. it's not like you don't get credit for going to combat. Right. Right. So you but, get a stripe on your sleeve. Yeah, but it's for, you know, it's for different services. You see the uh, emphasis that's put on just being there and just doing your job. It's kind of like a more a liberal mentality. You know, everybody gets a trophy. You know know what I mean? And And the Marines are like, no, you just did your job. I think that's right. Like, I respect the Marines in so many ways for stuff like that. I do. I respect their view of things. Yeah. They kind of, yeah, they're out there sometimes, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when I, when he made that comment, I was like, "Wow, yeah, right. we are we are some uh, liberals in that regard." Yeah, and when and when you said that trophy for all, that's automatically I thought I was like, "That's what we're teaching people now, anyway." Yeah, you know that's what yep. we're doing. We're giving everybody trophies just for showing up. Yeah, exactly. so the fire guard ribbon is no longer needed because you get a yeah. <laughs> MSM or a Purple Heart for going to basic training. Yeah, and if you stay out of trouble for three years, you get the uh, good conduct medal. I remember those. Yes, yes, yes. Three yep. years, right? I lost track of those. Yeah. And then they started doing the little, the little. Uh, what are they? What are those things? Cluster leaves or cluster? Yeah, putting on the wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I stopped. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Right? When I got to put stars <laughs> and clusters, and yeah. I- I'm done. I really yeah. don't care. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or yeah. I just wear it without it. Who's going to challenge me? Right. Oh, I thought you were in for nine years and you were, the, you know, dude, just stop, please. Yeah. You and when I, after that, I'm telling you, man, after that, I started looking at things differently because every time somebody said they had this award, this ribbon or whatever, I, it always came back to me. Right. You're just doing your job. Right. No, you you know right. what I mean? And I get I it. I like it. But I, I get it when people like it. They like to be stacked and show off. Like you said, where they've been, what they've done. I, I, I totally get it. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, you were just doing your job. But I, I guess I guess in all fairness, that's why it's on the class A's. It's not like we wear it every day. Right, in service. right. Yeah. Yep. So in fairness, that's great. I mean, I think it's awesome to acknowledge people. Yep. Really, because to me, the awards meant nothing except for points when you go to the promotion board. Is it? Yeah. 
it was really just, you know, and if you get the Purple Heart, things like that, that has ramifications outside the military. Right, right. You know, so that's something that should be coveted. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I don't think that should be given away lightly either. Right. So. Yeah, but, you know, but in all, in all areas, you're going to have those select few. Yeah, always gonna have you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I remember a battalion commander, it was hard to get a coin from him, right? And one day we I was just talking to him. We was at some we we're doing some operation. I was just talking to him and he and he broke it down to me. And I was like, respect. He, right. he doesn't just get 200 coins and then start wanting to be the, the guy everyone likes and starts giving out coins. The candy yeah, man. Yeah, you know, you know, so you know, something that he felt you had to earn. Right. And he said, if I give out one a year, one person earned it. And I said, respect, respect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would think in the, in the, in the avenue that, and I did some of that protective service stuff. I think those guys, like I said, I would default. If you got guys doing protective service for you, and even nothing happens, I think you owe them. Yeah. yeah I think you owe them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're I literally, you know, there to take a bullet for you. Even if they didn't have to. <laughs> Slippery slope. And it is their job, but they're literally yeah. there to take a bullet for you. Yeah, but the guys on the perimeter are the same. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but they have more support. The people on the on the perimeter have more support. They're not right there. You know what I mean? Because you're not always on the perimeter. Like if if, if you're walking inside the perimeter with the, the dignitary or the, you know, you can probably say, yeah, everybody outside's keeping support. But you also know that half those people are probably falling asleep too. And if they fell asleep and somebody walks through, you still got people walking around. You still have second lines of defense. And yeah. third. But if you take a dignitary out and you're the only defense. Oh, you say out. OK. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's what we did. We, we, yeah. we took them to and from the airport or yeah. to the locations. Yeah. I you got know, you. So it wasn't just, you know, people walking around like bodyguards. It, it's actually right. escorting outside and, and you don't have mm-hmm. a big convoy of, of military following you around. Understood. Yeah. So I think those guys deserve a little bit of something. But even then, most of those guys are like you're talking about the tough guys that they don't really need that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they don't see it as going above and beyond. Right. Even though we probably look at them like, damn. Although there was one coin I got that I was I was actually uh, excited to get. Do you remember? I'm dating myself now. The Sergeant Major of the Army kid. Yeah. 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 He showed up one of the, the places I was deployed and he was with uh, his, his um, I think he was assistant at the time, McKinney, right? Yeah. Uh, ultimately, kid got arrested or something. Mm-hmm. And McKinney took over. Yeah. When he showed oh, up. Oh, wait a minute. I thought it was the opposite. Was, no, I thought. I thought McKinney was in trouble and then kid. Damn it. Well, either way, regardless, yeah. the point was, is when he showed up, I was doing security for him and uh, he gave me a coin and I was like, well, can I, can I actually just get a photo of you? And he's like, oh, sure. I was like, no, actually like me arresting you. And he's like, oh no, I don't think so. <laughs> and then fast forward, there was all that trouble. And I was like, holy crap. Could you imagine if I had that photo? Yeah, yeah. That's right. He didn't give me a, co- he, he I, I asked for the photo and then I mailed him the photo because he told me to mail him the photo. And then he sent me a coin when I put the signed copy of the photo and a coin back. It was really nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But it was like something I'll never forget, you know, mm-hmm. those moments. Yeah. <laughs> but enough of my stories. Because no this worries. one time in Hawaii. Oh, God. I know you love Here my Hawaii go. stories. I'm going. I'm telling you. It's on my bucket list. Hey, I'll go with you. 
I wanted to have fun. <laughs> yes, I will show you how to fun. I, I was there for three years, dude. Hey, I want I want to still be married. Well, sure, we can do that. We can. Okay, hey, I got stories for later. I can tell you stories later. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Let's, hey, let's pull the pin on that. Pull yeah, the pin, let's, let's definitely pull the pin right there. <laughs> let nobody's getting an award tonight. So if, any, if anything, we're probably getting reprimanded. You're gonna lose yeah. some rank tonight. Um, Let's move on to our favorite segment, uh, Pull the Pin Already, where we talk about something that really annoys us or just disturbs us in the scheme of things. And I will let you take the opportunity to go first, Mike. I don't have anything, Jim. (laughs) Okay. All right. This is one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, I don't know about your neighborhood. Do you have homeowners associates? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I I already agree with you. Okay. All right, and that's what I wanted to pull the pin on. <laughs> Please elaborate, but I, no, I, I don't just, want to stay on this subject I don't too like long. The, I don't want. I don't. I don't like the way they're just always in your business. And I get it. I get it. It helps to keep the property value up. I, I get it. But yo, it's it's a car parked on the street, not on the grass. Not yeah. half driveway, half street. It's legitimately parked on the street and you're making an issue of it. You know, the grass is half inch too tall, you know, from your whatever your standard is. It's like, OK, they'll get it. What's the big deal? You know, if that's going to bring the property value down, it is already down. I'm tired of it. You, you know, and you have you know, no idea, Mike. Oh, man. It's just it's. And it's nothing with me. It's just, you know, talking to neighbors and everything. And I'm like, damn, are they really that anal? You have no idea. (laughs) And then people are running to be, uh, I guess, director or whatever. And they they got the signs in the yards. I'm like, what? Are you running for Congress? You know, (laughs) you're not paid. They're not paid. No. (laughs) There's somebody to crap on when you got a complaint. There's somebody uh, for the HOA management to go to and say, you handle this. Yeah. We're the ones being paid and we don't want to. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, you have no idea, dude. I wasn't even living in my house for 30 days and I got two complaints. I'm like, you people couldn't even say hello. Welcome to the neighborhood. Right. Right. Are you kidding I was me? Like, wow, man. Yeah. So that's know, what I wanted to pull the pin I'm on, man. With yes. the air, I will yeah. bring a truck full of pins to pull. <laughs> Oh, you can't make it up, I tell you. With you there. So <laughs> I want to talk about um Don't don't do it. No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, okay. I want to talk about something I call the sidewalk idiots. Um I okay. I appreciate you. I do appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you for not walking in the middle of the street and getting run over. I do appreciate that. And I do appreciate you not thinking you own the world. And just walk because you have the right of way and no car is going to run me over because they're on their cell phone. Uh, I appreciate that you don't value your own life. I really do. But I really don't like when you stand there and you give me no clue that you're actually wanting to cross. And I sit there like, are you going to go? Are you going to go? Are you going to go? And then you sit there like, I don't know what you're waiting for. But I've seen this. I see it mostly in those uh, summer towns, you know, slow places, not really, you know, high. But they just stand there like they're waiting for the perfect moment to cross. You need to to give the drivers a clue that you actually want to cross so we can decide whether to stop for you or run you over. Mm. So maybe not a big deal, but I have encountered it and it really annoys the crap out of me. If you're going to cross, make it obvious and don't be a sidewalk idiot. 
There you go. We don't have a lot of those where I am, Jim. You're lucky. Yeah. You make driving really challenging because you want to stop, but you don't know if you're supposed to stop. You stop and they don't cross. You're causing an accident. Yeah. So anyways, I'm pulling uh, in on them. All right. We are out of time. So that is all the time we have for this episode. Thanks for joining us. We hope you had as much fun as we did and hope to see you back next time. Until then, Godspeed. And pull the pin. 